Anyway, welcome to another episode of Trans Tasman Gibberish. We're two Aussie mates, one living in New Zealand, one in Oz. Discuss current affairs and what's apparently news, sport, possibly love in their respective countries. <laughs> Adam, welcome to another episode. G'day, Whitey. G'day, listeners. How are you all going? Another week, another news week. Holy shit, lots has happened. I'll tell you what, it's been it's been a big week. It's been a big week across the Dutch. I've only I've only got to see one of the uh, articles that you've sent me for this week, and uh, I'm rocked, absolutely rocked. Which one's this? Which what? Which article is that, mate? Oh, mate, that Q snake around Christchurch Airport domestic food court due to morning security delays. Oh my god! How was I going to get my Big Mac? <laughs> well, you I thought it was going to be Q snake around the airport because they've re-released the McRib. <laughs> No, well, this, mate, seriously, it's not the biggest airport in the world, to be honest, Christchurch. So I think there would have been about four people in the queue and it would have been going around the bloody domestic food court. But there's another issue here, mate, is just how rubbish are airports at the moment? Have you been to an airport recently? Uh, Only the, well, yeah, I have actually. Airports in general are pretty average. Yeah. And the security, seriously, they've got four of those security thingy-majiggies. And like they'll have two open every time, and they'll have a massive line. It's just, it's idiotic. It's just not Christchurch. So I'm not pooing on Christchurch, but seriously, you've got to. It, it must only take one or two people to run that bloody thing. Although there's about twenty at each one, because there's so much terrorism going on in New Zealand at the moment. Through you know, carrying some water, um, you know, it's a real issue over here. Well, the last time I went through the airport, which was only a few weeks ago, I went through. I flew to Sydney for a funeral, and as I was flying back, I had to go through the security at Sydney Airport, which is a shit show. And they've gone now from, you know how they used to pull you aside and and just swab you down? Yeah. So now they swab you down and you have to open your bag, right? But haven't they already got the bag through the x-ray? Exactly. I go... but it's been through the x-ray, mate. He goes, yeah, it's just procedure. And I'm like, I couldn't be fucking bothered arguing. <laughs> you so don't want to argue anyway. I couldn't be bothered. So I opened my bag. Lucky I hadn't bought a present for my wife or anything, but I'd opened my bag. <laughs> and I'm like, there you go, mate. And literally he looked at it. He did not move a thing. And he said, thank you, sir. Have a good day. So does he have x-ray vision? Could I don't know what he has. I do not know what he has. But they seem to now be more concerned about uh, explosive residue or something on you rather than anything else. Now, I would assume that – isn't it okay to have, like, a bit of explosive residue on you as long as you don't have the explosives on you, right? (laughs) I'd be more concerned about – I'd be more concerned about the the stick of dynamite down my pants (laughs) rather than – the, the the residue that left with me putting it there. Is it is that is that what you call it? A stick of dynamite, is it? Mate, I'd be lucky if it was a stick of dynamite. Mine would be one of those little peewee things, you know? <laughs> yeah, mine would be a short HB. Yeah. Um but you, you know what? Throwdowns. Mine's a throwdown. Oh, I remember the throwdowns. <laughs> They're the How fucking good best. Were they? Throwdowns were, I were the best. My, I used to chuck them at my my brother and it used to go on his leg. It was yeah. get burn marks. That yeah, was the throwdowns best. were the best. Fuck, I hate this woke shit we've got nowadays. We need throwdowns back. I haven't noticed. 
You haven't noticed I'm not very woke? No. Do you I know what up. I have noticed though? And I, <laughs> what? I don't want to, I don't, actually, no, I'm going to leave it for when we get to another one of your, oh. uh, another one of your articles because it's quite uh, ironic. All right. All right. But can I but, just add something quickly? Can I just add no, something else? No, please. guess. What I, I used to love, you get through the security and your bag would go through and then you pick up your bag and you're going, oh, I'm off to the, to the food court or to your, to your gate. But then the dickhead with the bomb thing comes up and goes, yeah. no, nah, over here. That, I know that's what you were kind of talking about before. It's like, oh, mate, seriously, I just want to go and have something to eat. A McRib, maybe. Yeah, well, oh, McBeef steak. McBeef steak, yeah. yep. Are there other mix? What other mix are there? Oh, mate. McRib and McBeef steak. McChicken. Um, McOz. McOz? They got Never the American McCaws? ones. McOz? What was McOz? With a McCaws had egg had, on it. No, no. Oh. Beetroot. Beetroot. Oh, beetroot. Okay. Yeah. Beetroot. The Kiwis will say they invented that. Well, you don't eat beetroot anywhere in, in the world except for Australia. Yeah. Mm. You actually, you probably don't even know what beetroot is over there in New Zealand. No, 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 no. If you have a kiwi burger, it's got beetroot. It's like the Australian, the Australians invented it and the kiwis nicked it again. Typical. Right. Like Farlap. So <laughs> I, I was always, if you can, like, obviously, for those of you that can't see me, which is everyone, because this is an audio podcast, but Adam. <laughs> I can see him. Adam can see me. Unfortunately, yeah. Look, I, got, I definitely have a head for podcasting, that's for sure. But <laughs> mm. how good were fucking takeaway burgers, right? At the, oh. at the at the burger shop, and we talk about this all the time with my mates. We had a we had a takeaway burger shop, which was just around the corner from my house, mm. in in the northern beaches of Sydney, and it was yep. it was affectionate. It was owned by Italians. Uh, yep. you know, As they all were. Yep, John. His name yep. was John, and he had a mullet, a super <laughs> like he had a frolet. He actually had a frolet. It was an afro <laughs> cut into a mullet, and he was a legend. It was a family business, and and they had the the the. John was the son, and he was probably probably 10 years older than me. And then the dad, who, Italians, they don't age well. So the dad could have been anywhere from 50 to 80, right? Yeah. Anywhere in that age bracket, right? But they had a, a mum who was the a quintessential Italian mum, right? Yeah. Uh, she was very short, and she wore what looked like a nightie uh, <laughs> with an apron over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Very quintessential, and the, and the, but this takeaway shop just did the best burgers, and they had this tomato sauce, which to this day, we're actually talking about it with my group of mates last week. We're talking about the place was affectionately called Wogs, right? Because it didn't have a, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> you called. You were talking to me about being racist yeah. before. Well, Come it's on, it, I'm sorry, but no, well, it, Wogs a term of, of endearment. It's I it's a term of endearment, right? I'm only joking. I'm only yeah, joking. so. This place, it's still probably my favourite place in the history of, of my youth. And the burgers that they made at this joint, a burger with a lot, which would cost $4.50. Oh, a burger with it. a lot, which would have egg, bacon, cheese, pineapple. Oh, oh, pineapple. This sauce on it, mate, it was oh. just so good. And a packet and a bag of chips uh, oh. wrapped in, up in the butcher paper. Mate, the bag oh, of yeah. chips was a dollar. So for $5.50... Plus a Coke, you get a Coke, wouldn't you? You get a Coke, can of Coke, which was probably like 60 cents back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So for like around six bucks, you got this meal that you'd only need to eat it and you wouldn't need to eat for the rest of the day. I still did eat, which was why I became quite a (laughs) a bit of a fat (laughs) shit. But but we still talk today about the sauce and we still can – I tried to ask John, I go, Johnny, what's in your sauce? And he'd just go, I'm not telling you. Secret ingredient. So is it still there? 
place? No. Oh no, it's oh. gone now. It's gone now. Oh, it changed okay. hands. It got bitten. It got it got bought out by some Chinese. Um, yep. We didn't change the name, right? We still, you know, it was yep. still called what it was called. Well, yep. And they, it was still pretty good. It was not quite the same. Now because yeah, is that because of the patty? Do you reckon? Oh, my other, the patty? Mate, everything they did was exceptional. Very thin. It was like a smash yeah. burger. The, the patty was yeah. very thin. So the, a real the, one though, a real one or a frozen one? No, nah, a real one, frozen. fresh, yeah, fresh ball of meat, fresh ball of it meat. Wasn't that? It wasn't kind of that burger sauce they now put on, was it? No, nah, it, it was tomato like sauce. It was a tomato sauce, but it was a very special tomato sauce. Now the it's going Italian joke was, sauce. yeah, the going joke was that you know that the the, the old mum used to um, warm the hamburgers up under her arms. You had oh, to be very Jesus careful about ordering Christ. a battered sav. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> But oh. in saying that, in saying that, the battered sauce was delicious. <laughs> yeah, you ordered one every time. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I, I ordered it and turned my back. I didn't know. I didn't want to see where it came from. Oh Jesus! Oh, <laughs> yeah. The burgers are the best. I, I remember our. So it's called a dairy in New Zealand. Wow. Um, yes, we called it a wog shop, of course, yep. and we, we didn't say that when we got in there, but that was yep. where you get your lollies, like a packet of 20, 20 cents. You got shitloads oh, of lollies, poppers. Yeah. Uh, billabongs for like 20 cents. Yeah. And, uh, it was yeah, just good. the best. How and old they were are the, we? They were, the, they were the freaking loveliest people in the world too. Yeah. Loved you. Definitely. Loved you. Yeah. Definitely. And you, you knew everyone. Everyone knew your cigarettes. name. Cigarettes. Yep. It was like did cheers. Ever, <laughs> did, did your parents ever send you for cigarettes? No, they didn't actually. No. Uh, I know. I, I blame my parents for not smoking. I, I wish yeah. I had done that as a kid. That yeah. seems like a rites of passage in Australia. So well, pack I, of Winnie Blues, please. Yeah, my, my my parents, both my parents smoked. My mum smoked, and then my dad took it oh, up really? later in life, oh. right? They probably took it Did up. He? So my mum, my my mum didn't get her license until she was about thirty, Bloody right? Hell. So I was a, I was nine, I reckon. I reckon I was nine or ten when mum got a license. She's a shit yeah. driver, <laughs> and, abs, and still is today, right? She's a. But is your mum is your mum a woman? Uh, yeah, she's a woman, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, cool. she's a woman. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, so Just joking. She's All a shit. She's, she's a, yeah, yeah, you, you're not ideal at it. But she's a, she was a shit driver, and so she smoked. My dad took it up. I reckon when my dad was, mate, I reckon I was maybe early teens and my dad started to smoke. Now, my dad was a very right. smart man. Right. right, but for for so some reason he thought he thought I don't know if I, the apple <laughs> fell far from the tree. <laughs> so my dad was a smart man, but he he assumed that everyone else must have been fucking stupid because he would he would smoke in the car, right? Right. Yeah. He'd never smoke in the house. He wouldn't smoke really in front of us. So he was pretending right. he didn't smoke. So he'd smoke in the car. We get in the car. His car would stink of smoke. Right. There'd be ash all on the inside of his car on the door because he'd have the window open, right? <laughs> he'd then smoke in the toilet at home. Yeah. Right? So if you ever needed to go and take a shit after oh, Dad shit. took a shit, you'd nearly die. So if I get lung cancer, <laughs> it's because of the thousands of shits I had to take after Dad had oh. had a durry. Right? Oh, bloody I reckon God. it wasn't until he was over 50 did he start smoking in front of us. Over 50? Over 50 did he start smoking in front and of us. And you said your dad's a smart man. Yeah, and so he quit. So he had a massive heart attack, and then quit smoking. Right, that right. took it. Uh, made him quit. When 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 we had Luke, and he's now seventeen. I said to my mum, "If you smoke, you're not allowed to have a kid." 
Simple as that. You need to oh, quit smoking. Okay. So she quit on the okay. spot, which was pretty amazing. Oh, and it wow. took my dad to um to have a massive heart attack and almost die to quit smoking. Was his heart attack related to the smoking or was it just because he had a heart attack? Oh, yeah. Partly. Six or one. Yeah, okay. You know, little of column A, little of column B. Yep. <laughs> anyway, we got off on a tangent there. We, wow. we, we've covered everything. That's covered awesome. walk shops, dairies, heart attacks, smoking. I love listening now, about your family. It's awesome. Now we're going to talk about the second-hand sex toy market here in Australia. Oh, shit. By the way, listeners, I don't know any of the articles from Australia, so that was very surprising. My jaw dropped. So please. So I was, I've gone on to – today I thought I'd go straight to the source. So I've gone to news.com.au, and I've only chosen things from the front page. So this is Ooh, le- legitimately – Front page newsworthiness on news.com.au. This this is getting very New Zealand newsworthy. So the 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 heading the heading is X-rated marketplace causes a stir. And there's a photo of what I can only describe <laughs> as the famous rabbit dildo. What? But What's actually a a, quite a modern take on it. Quite a modern take on it. Either that or it's the old dildo? Well, you know, it's got the bit at the top which does the the uh, that that, in, that invisible part of a lady's uh, anatomy that might be called a clitoris. Either I'm that, or, I'm having a look now. I, either that, or it is. Oh, uh, right. Either that, or it's the old um, two in the pink, one in the stink <laughs> version. Right? So if you do it, if you do it the back way, if you do it the wrong way, you, you get right. you get double your. You get it's 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 a multi-purpose tool. It's like it's the Swiss honestly, Army dildo, right? On, it's a Swiss Army did, dildo. I honestly did not know what that was. That probably tells you a lot about me. I'm quite conservative. Yeah, you are very conservative. So anyway, <laughs> a, 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 some friends were sitting around and they sound quite hipster, um, yep. you know, and because they were thinking about, you know, it starts off Australians chucked about 3.4 million tons of plastic waste in 2022. Sure. A climb on the previous years, but did you ever stop to consider your discarded sex toys contribute to that number? Never Quite once. True. Never once did I think. I didn't. That of of the of the tons of dildo landfill, right? <laughs> but above that, I never once thought that. <laughs> this is but so a couple was would do. <laughs> a couple were decluttering their house. A couple were decluttering their house. Yeah, sure. Yep. And they came across an old, the old treasure box, and the there there were that there, and and it got them thinking, right? Mm. We've replaced these. These are the old ones. They, this is the old treasure box. This is like Davy Jones's treasure box. <laughs> We've got the new treasure box, which is under the bed with the lock on it, so the kids can't get into it. Think it's a torch. Yeah, yeah. They had that many. They had that many in the treasure box that they were like, "Shit, you know what? Fuck." I think there's a bit of a fucking market here. So they. Fuck hell. So they, they it was stuff that was old, stuff that didn't quite work for them. Right, didn't right. work for them. Yeah, yeah some weren't though. opened. Some weren't opened. What? So uh, they did some. They did some quick math. <laughs> they did some quick Sorry. math. Sorry, hang on. Can I? Who buys it? These toys and then doesn't open them. Is that just for a surprise? Yeah, well, that's it. One day. That's it. That's anyway, a that's, a, that, that's, a, that's an embarrassment of riches. That's what that is. <laughs> so after doing some quick math, they were quite analytical. Quick math. Not anal. Not analytical, but analytical. And 
they they tallied up the potential cost and the value of these unwanted mm. toys, and they were yep. literally blown away. Right. Uh, yeah. By what? Uh, you know. <laughs> Have what? you written this whole script? No, 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 I haven't. Uh, the veritable <laughs> gold mine that they had in front of them. So some of these, some of these toys cost two hundred dollars, right? Two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Wankings free. Okay, let me just put that out there. It, yeah, hand is, yep. masturbation is free. Sure. Yep. I understand yep. that some people need a little help. That's cool. <laughs> so anyway, they, they at, at a dinner party, they decide they'd bring up the subject with some friends. And they at went, a you know what? Party. Yeah, at a dinner party. I think that's what well, that's that's key. That's a that's a, like a, a key for keys in. It was a keys in party. <laughs> uh, they were thinking, you know what? There isn't. You know what? We we've got this box of twenty dildos, and you know what? There isn't. There's no eBay for dildos. There's not. Oh, there's no secondhand for market for for sex toys. And so they think we're onto something here. So they have developed. An online marketplace for secondhand sex toys. Really? Yes. But that's like having a secondhand underpants. Yeah. Now they're big in. That's big in Japan. That's huge in Japan. Secondhand underpants. Fuck off. No, they sell. You can you can sell used underpants in Japan. Get a lot of money. I'm looking forward to going to Japan. It's going to be great fun. You're going to slip. You're going to fit right in. and and, and I'm going to say, dildos first. did me. you know? Did you know? And here's a f- and this is a did fact that know? I did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Michael Caine, <laughs> Michael Caine, <laughs> did you know? Uh, th- now this is you know how they say that eighty five percent of statistics are bullshit. Yes. Right. This is a, This is in the eighty five percent. Over yeah. half the population owns sex toys. What? Where's no. that? Where's that in the census? <laughs> Where's that well, question did, in the census? I, I just did the New Zealand census, and I promise you, did it ask that? There unless I skip? Uh, no, I think I think it was. I I didn't see it, but I might have skipped over it. I don't know. Did what? You didn't see the question that said, "Where do you? Uh, I, I, how many? Do you keep a string of anal beads, and how many beads are in it?" Yeah. Right? <laughs> they did ask about blow up dolls, though, and I had to say five. But Excellent. That's all right. right. Yes. Yeah. So, and surprisingly, but surprisingly, getting past the ick factor of reselling dildos oh, was a big hurdle. Uh, what? And also, they- surprisingly, surprisingly, studies have shown just how easy it is for bacteria and viruses to breed on sex toys. Really? And it also shown. How? It's also how known how difficult they can be to clean. So, with all those things. With all those things, apparently there's still a market for it. Wow. I don't right? know how. I, what, I, I don't think there'd be any science to prove that bacteria would grow on sex. So I don't know. Is right. there any science around that? I don't think well, so. So, got it from. hang on. Yeah. Apparently, if you're going to buy one and you want to resell it, yeah. it's a bit like you buy a, you buy a Mercedes, you buy a Benz, yep. you've got re, good resale value. So when it sure comes to dildos, when it comes to dildos and you want resale yep. value, yep. silicon, glass, metal, and wood are the best. Wood? Yeah. Wood. We're going back to the 18th century. What did, what did, what did it get into the fibers of the wood? Yeah. It must be well lacquered. Yeah. That's I've got to say, think of. It's, a, it's a, you know, could splinters, it, aren't, splinters aren't fun. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, uh, 
I don't know. I've never used a wooden fucking dildo up my ass, so I wouldn't know. But no. I would say, if if they're gonna, you'd have to buy one of those barber shop. What do you call them with the blue light? The yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. What do you yeah. call them? Maybe you could do it with one of those. What are, what's that called? I don't so know. I don't know. Well, I, I, I but I've got to say, in finishing, we'll get off this one. But oh yeah, yeah. No, the company no, also true. requires sellers to provide proof of sterilization before submission of How? their dildo. Yeah. How? This is the world we live in here. What boiling water? And there is, they just there dip is their a dildo into it. There is a. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Is there actually 20, a website? I in twenty twenty three, in twenty twenty three, yeah, we have a market for secondhand dildos. Sec- secondhand dildo marketplace. I'm looking this up. So my 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 search today is rabbit dildos and secondhand dildo. Trade me. TradeMe.co.nz has dildos. There you go. No. That's that's the New Zealand eBay. Are you 18 or older? There you go. No, yes. There you go. My God. Yeah. I've got to say... Load squirting dildo, 8 inch. Oh, my God. Sorry. I, I This is not my world, honestly, everyone. Everyone who knows me probably goes, oh, yeah, Adam. But seriously, it's not my world. I don't... Uh, yeah, we've transcended... We've transcended. I don't know. That's, okay. That's, that's the best news story so far, just quietly. Yeah, I thought you'd like it. That's why I wanted to keep it a secret. Okay, move oh, on. What What have you got? Me. What have you got for me? Let's up that uh, one. What have I got now? Oh, look, let's go to something a little bit more serious. Uh, they're on stuff.co.nz. Um, the brain drain to Australia increases 42% in three months. Now, this, is, this has been going on for years and years, though, where... New Zealanders who um, are looking to get up the ladder or are teachers or nurses or even police get paid diddly fucking squat in this country. So they go, oh, what are you getting paid over in Australia? Um, Nearly double? Well, why not go over there? At least 50%. I'm over-exaggerating. So it's gone up considerably since then. And look, I've had, you know, for a start, Australia's a fucking great country to live it depends where you live right if you live in perth well fucking don't bother right it's a long way away just joking mum and dad love you lovely love you dearly um and my brother of course hello there um no no no. but you know it's a bloody good place to live do you know i'm gonna rant on this for a while mate so just just relax okay just relax um it's rained i reckon in auckland every day for three months without a shadow of a lie so why the hell would you want to live here um but look, for example, I'll give you an example. My wife at the moment is going to roll off her primary school university degree next year and earn fifty-two thousand New Zealand dollars. Now she's done ten years as a teacher's aide, three years of university, prac, etc. Fifty-two grand. She can pop back over to Queensland and earn at least eighty grand a year. Now tell yeah. me, how come there is such a fucking disparity? Seriously. It's it. New Zealand have, I don't know what they're doing with the government's doing with their money, but they need to pay the teachers, nurses, policemen more money. It's just it's it's killing. It's going to kill this country. I'm telling you, it's in a state as it is. Yeah, look, it's not great. We 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 love. We're accepting more Uber drivers and airport security people from New Zealand every week. Uh, uh, more tradies. We are enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> more Centrelinkers. Um, <laughs> and we're gi- and you're giving Kiwis back the 501- 501s? I can't even remember. You but guys... 
<laughs> you guys keep the, the bladders low. You guys keep the bladders low. Oh yeah. We'll take oh, we'll take buddy. you cold and weary. Look, by the way, everyone who's listening to this, we just talk absolute shit. So this is not coming from any educational fucking area <laughs> at all. We no, talk and rubbish. This is actually a very good time. To, we're talking about the brain drain. So it would seem that anyone with any modicum of IQ is moving to Australia. And the reason I can confirm this is because my fellow co-host, an actually extremely smart man, has misspelled his name in the podcast little window here. I believe his name is Adam, spelled A-D-A-M, and he has he's now changed his name to Aiden. A-D-A-N. So suffice to say, uh, Adam Strang shall be staying in Auckland and the brain drain is fine. Oh, God. well, that's what's happened to me since I moved over here, mate. I've lost the plot. But all the Kiwis tell me I, I helped. Um, I helped increase the IQ of the country by coming over here. So yeah, that's, that's, thank you. You've increased. Thank you guys. You've increased the uh. IQ of the country by one letter. Okay, I got another. I got anyway. another good one. I, I got right. another good one for you. Yeah. I got thank God. Thank you for you. stopping me. Yes. <laughs> so now this. Remember, this is front page of news Sydney influences payback after husband's after strip club lie. What is this Sydney on the front page? This is the front page. Sydney influencer who discovered her husband lied to her about his antics during a recent work trip has got her own back. Right? <laughs> so uh, a Sydney influencer... Fuck. This could be the first time someone's cheated on their, their missus or their husband while away. That could be the first time ever. Okay, listen. It's uh, Well, listen, it's not even that. So I'm not even going to mention her name because that would be actually making this some sort of real. But there's an inst- uh, another uh, uh, an influencer in Sydney who's got 1.2 million followers on TikTok. So she's, she's um you know... She discovered her husband visited a strip club and lied to her about it while he was away for work. What? Right? So I tell my wife. For payback. <laughs> so for payback. So for payback. So they're married. So yeah. for payback, so, she so took the on. kids. So, so, so hang on, hang on. He just went to a strip club. He went to a strip club. He didn't get he didn't, didn't get do a anything. Brothel, he didn't get a root. No. There were no rub and so tugs. There were no happy fuck? endings. There were nothing. Anyway, yep. So for payback, now remember they're mm. married. They're yep. married. So yep. for payback, she took the kids and went to Max Audi's credit card. <laughs> How much was the credit card? I don't know, but they're married. It's the, it's. Oh, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, the influencers have got half a brain, mate. Seriously, it's just how's that news? I don't even know why it's news, it's, mate. It's incredible, and they've got so they've got. He's he's turned up with uh with a bouquet of flowers. He looks and she look. He looks so guilty. Oh, for fuck's sake! So, but this and let me just say, so this influencer made headlines last year when she outlined five rules she'll never enforce upon her own kids, including. Mm-hmm. Physically disciplining them or forcing them to eat vegetables they don't like. What? 
Yeah. See, this, it's this, it's baffling. This, it's baffling, mate. This is page one, page one news, and news.com.au in Australia. I could understand if this was page one news in news.com.nz in Invercargill. Right? <laughs> oh, it would be. It would be massive. But, but this is Australia. Like, we're, you know, we're important. <laughs> there wouldn't be a TikToker in Invercargill who has 1.2 million likes, I would have thought. Unless it's to, unless it's obviously to do with the, um, the black oh. oyster. So then another one of her rules. She oh, also God. said she'd never force her child to show affection. If he doesn't want to kiss or hug somebody, I will never force him. I don't care if it's family. He does not have to, she said. His body, his rules. You tr- you're, you're trying to bait me, mate. You're trying to bait this woke, anti-woke person, aren't you? There's so much I can unpack out of that, mate. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Mate, it's, it's fucked. Did your mum, did your, when I was a kid, my mum used to make me eat bananas. She used to put a plate of sugar and I used to dip my banana in the sugar <laughs> to eat it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. It's not eat your veggies. If I didn't eat my veggies, I would be Mate. fucking spanked with a cricket bat. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, look, I think it's a... I, but I wouldn't, they wouldn't be happy. Mate, my mum threw a hairbrush at me oh, and it hit me in the head, cut me open. <laughs> still to this day, I bring it up 40 years later. And, oh, you know, I'm still okay. I'm only slightly... Traumatized, uh, I, and it's why I shave my head so I don't have to use a hairbrush. But uh, at least that's what I'll—that's what I'll tell everyone anyway. Uh, use, but use it on your beard, though. Um, use it on my no, back. It's... <laughs> oh, that's that's a really nice vision. It's a bad thought, isn't um, it? Oh, bad thought. Bad thought, you hairy <laughs> gorilla. You. Oh, don't <laughs> do that. Oh, bear. No one can see that. Thank God we're not YouTubing this. Jesus the bear. Christ. Stop <laughs> it. Stop <laughs> it. All right, nah, I'm I'm getting rid of you. Um, no, but <laughs> st- what this is the where the world's got to, right? Or anything on TV now is reality TV, which is fucking shit. Yeah, shit. My wife tried to make me watch Maths, right? M- Married at first sight, right? Yeah. And I said, "There's no fucking way on God's green earth I'm watching that shit." This is like her no, getting me pathetic. to come over to New Zealand, right? She goes, "Come on, let's just watch it." So we watched, I reckon, 30 seconds of it, and I looked at her, and she looked at me and said, we're not watching this, are I? I said, no fucking way we're watching this. <laughs> it is Mate, rubbish. And this is this It's is absolute rubbish. How is that journalism? How is that telling people that... Aren't journalists supposed to tell people about the greater good or, or what's happening, which is newsworthy? And if that's newsworthy, well... We wouldn't have a podcast a if fucking, that was the case. Well, we may not, not anyway, but, you know, like... Well, no one's listening, mate. That's we're just doing this as like as if we're two blokes in a pub talking That's shit. This so, is it. No, to be kicked out. If anyone out. actually listens to this, they must be as mental as we are. Honestly. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome to the yeah. club. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bullshit. You're not alone. You're not <laughs> alone. Safety in numbers. Can I just pause? Can I just pause there and, and thank my sponsor tonight, uh, Parrot Dog, uh, beautiful <laughs> Lyle Bay Brewery in Wellington. Oh, um, dear, I'm mate. drinking the uh, hazy IPA. Love your work, Parrot Dog. Just keep sending in the cases, mate. Appreciate it. Good on you. Okay, I think we'll, we'll think we'll move on for that. Uh, now, I've got. Have you got anything else you want to add to that? No. Look, again, that's another podcast. The soapbox is well and truly back under the desk. Okay. 
So what do you got next? Who's next? Um, I wanted to talk about this because this is going to be very controversial in New Zealand, all right? So, now I don't know. So, Wayne Smith, who's the rugby coach, right? He's He's been well known as a co-coach uh, and coaching super rugby teams. And he went on and coached the women's, New Zealand women's rugby team. And he was recently, well, on Monday, given a, a knighthood uh, for his, you know, being a servant to rugby. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Wayne Smith has been a very good coach. He's done well. But if it's because New Zealand won the Women's Rugby World Cup, I have a bit of a bone to pick here. Because firstly, New Zealand should never have won that Women's Rugby World Cup. Did you see it, I did. I know you're I did. Big... I did see some you of it, did. yeah. Right, right. That's the first women's rugby game you've ever no, watched. No, I've watched, I watched a little bit of rum, uh, women's rugby. Oh, yeah. No, no I don't, I, I, I prefer... I've seen a lot of it live because they used to, when, when, when it oh. started to kick off, I watched it you know, at the Rats. We used to have a women's rugby team. So I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I don't mind it. So you had, so you had to. Yeah. Right. Just... So um, <laughs> actually, I don't mind. I like watching women's rugby yeah. league. But anyway, that's another story. I wouldn't want to play that. Anyway. Um, so I want to go to that game that, won't, that, that he was a coach of. So <clears throat> let's just. Put your mind back. I think it was around 11 minutes, 15 minutes in. England were 14 nil up and were about to put about a thousand points on New Zealand, right? Then the New Zealand winger, I can't remember either, runs down the sideline. The English lady tackles her. They have a head clash, knocks out the New Zealand winger, and the English player got sent yeah. off. Now, that evened up the teams because 15 English versus 15 New Zealand was going to be 100 nil. I mean, England were absolutely creaming them. And by the way, everyone, I was going for New Zealand. So this is not an anti-New Zealand thing. It's an anti-fucking rugby rules thing. Because it... And so what happened was you had the 14 England versus your 15 New Zealand. It was an even game. And as it was, it came down to the wire and New Zealand just won. Now, to me, that says England are a fucking good side, personally. Yep if they could stay that close. But to me, the rules are shit. And I'm really worried, and I'm now moving on from Wayne Smith, because he probably deserves it. He seems like a good bloke. Um, this is going to ruin the Rugby Union World Cup, the men's one, I reckon. The Rugby Union World stupid. Cup is going to be a joke. Oh, I, I, I'm looking forward to it because I think six teams can win it, right? But I think it's going to unfortunately be done because the rules are fucked. Rugby, they, they are killing rugby every... Every blow of the whistle, rugby's dying. Yeah, I agree. And I think that they I have over-officiated it. They have... Same as rugby league. So they're doing the same in rugby league too. But, yeah. but, but rugby have been doing it for a long time. So the minute that they outlawed rugby, they killed the game. They changed yeah. the game. Yeah, no, I agree. The minute that they, the minute that they said... That the, said 15 players on a field is a lot of people on a, on a football field, right? And the Bloody minute hope, that they yeah. said that there's no competition at the breakdown by removing rucking and by oh. removing that they created less space on the rugby field which was always going to it which is why there's a million box kicks which is why there's a million kicks now yeah because there's just no space anywhere right so we just play yep. for penalties because you can't get through them because the, the defensive line has got 15 people in it and if you've got two people yeah. on the ground you've only got 13 players right so yeah how are you supposed to score tries uh, they're killing the game the Northern Hemisphere, what they've done to rugby, is abhorrent, and yeah, it's just agree more, just mate. for the benefit 
of the Northern Hemisphere. It's got nothing to do with world rugby. It's got nothing to do with the betterment of rugby. You can question if some players would be anywhere near as good as what they were if the rules didn't change. You are seeing players play for way longer than they should because they can. You are seeing that players are... the, The injuries are up because players don't aren't tired anymore. Players just aren't no, tired anymore. Now, I coach rugby at a junior level here, and I wish, I wish we played the same rugby now uh, then as what we play now. I, I, yeah. the, the, yep. If I didn't have to run from one side of the field to the other to try and get to every single breakdown, and I could have stayed in one spot and not moved, yep. and only been involved when yep. the ball came to me and not be expected to, to get across the field, I would have been a legend, yep. right? <laughs> but and for all the listeners, he was a top rugby player in, in the Sydney grades. But so Whitey knows what he's talking about. But but what they've done now, they've created this product, which and it's the same in the NRL as well. Like what you're doing is you're creating now a, a sport that is not for everyone. Now rugby league's a perfect example that you've got 13 or 17 players on the field, which are effectively all the same size. Right, yep. the beauty of yep. what with rugby was, and, and same as rugby league in the eighties and the nineties, is that the little fellas there was a place for the little fellas, and now yep. there's not. Now wingers used to run at wingers. Now ringers wingers are running at blindside yep. breakaways or at second rowers. And yeah, if they're good enough to get around them, that's good. If they've got to run through them, yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, that's why wingers and fullbacks in rugby league is one of the hardest positions now because they're, they're running the ball back into the teeth of the defence yeah. every time. Yeah. That's why they're so big. Yeah. But I, um, no, I agree I agree with you, mate. I, 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 I agree with you, mate. I think that this year's World Cup will be a joke. I don't know if you remember back to last World Cup where Samu Karevi got got uh, sent yeah. off or Simbin for running I the know. ball and, and fending on the chest. Um, I know. It's a joke. Rugby's a joke. Truly is, and that's and that's not one of our wingers. Didn't one of our wingers like the guy ducked and he he couldn't change it and hit him in the head and then he got sent off and then he got two two matches or something. Wasn't that one of our wingers, the Wallabies wingers? Yeah, it's joke. It's 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 just shit because and and you're right. It's the Northern Hemisphere because who usually wins the World Cup? The All Blacks, South Africa, or the Wallabies? Well, back in the old days when they had any fucking good players. Well, no, well they've won three. Um, in all fairness, haven't they? Wallabies. No, I've only they've won, won two. two. They won, won um, two. 91 and 99. 91, 99. But, you know, and the, the Kiwis had, have won three. and more than the All Blacks until... Yeah, and New South Africa won three. three. Yeah. So there's... Six, that's eight. And then England, England won, won one. one. That's it. And that's it. So, yeah, sure, the rules might have needed to change for their benefit, but they've ruined the game. I would rather, as an Australian living in New Zealand who hate the All Blacks... I would rather the All Blacks win playing good rugby than fucking France or Italy or fucking, God forbid, Scotland win the fucking World Cup. Problem is, though... Because they can box kick. The, no, the problem is, though, is that, like, France and Ireland, they play pretty good footy. They can play pretty good yeah, footy when they want. They can play pretty good footy. Yeah. Anyway, I agree. The, Kiwi, the Kiwis didn't like... The, the, the Kiwis didn't like them at all when they beat them 2-1. That's no. down here. I can tell no, that's you. for sure. That is for <laughs> they sure. They weren't happy. No. It, was, it was definitely the ref's fault. Um, Always. And people were getting 10 minutes in the sin bin. Yeah. But, like, another thing in rugby is when those forwards are running the ball, they're ducking their head every time. How are you not supposed to hit them in the yeah. head? 
Yeah, it's how can you not hit him in the, the game's head? a joke. The game's a joke. So anyway, yeah, in short, uh, Wayne Smith gets uh, honors from the king, and he wins a pack of sausages <laughs> after the king's fingers, and <laughs> and we're concerned that the rugby world cup is going to be a joke. So that's it in summary. Yeah. I've got one last yep. one, very, How do you think, very quickly. So, quick yep. question, quick question for you. Do you think the Wallabies will go any, any good? In the I World think they're going to go okay. Oh, I don't reckon they will. I think they're going to go okay. I'm very. Is that only because we've got England, England on our side? Is the, yeah, I, I saw I would, the draw. And it looks like it's going to be a Wallabies. Well, there's Argentina, England, Australia. They're the only decent teams. Then the other side's got everyone it's else. It's a soft it's side. A we've got side. a very soft side of the draw. So it should be. Yeah, it should be semi final at worst, and. Um, anything can happen. But I'm very interested to see what happens in the domestic season, what Eddie Jones does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Australia have got some cattle. They have got some players, but just going to be interesting to see whether they can put something together. Are they going to get Suwali? Uh, no, I don't think the Roosters are going to let him go. <laughs> they should, they should now. The Roosters are shit. He, yeah. They just beat the dogs. Yeah. Just. That's how bad they are. Anyway. Okay, so I don't Shut know up. if you know, this is international... <laughs> But <laughs> you're an idiot. Uh, you, go the there's dogs. a massive scandal. There's a massive scandal going on in in in, uh, in England. Uh, oh. I don't know if you know the show, uh, the morning show in England with Holly Willoughby and used to be oh. with Philip Schofield. And I get this fucking Facebook shit so up with this all the time, and I just delete. They've it. got. So they're very that. funny. So they're, they're actually they work very okay. well together. They've, they've worked together for some like twenty years. Okay. And they're okay, a bit of an odd cool. couple because he's a bit, quite a bit older, twenty years older than her, and she's a bit of oh. a media darling. But they're very, very funny. Hang on. So okay. he has. There's been this massive uh, blow up because it was found that he was having an affair with a young staffer. Now Philip Schofield's married. Okay. He's sixty-one. Okay. Philip Schofield yep. was having an affair with a male staffer, came out and as oh. said, well, I'm gay, having an affair with this oh. younger male staffer. It been kept, had been kept, as it would, it had been kept a secret that he was having an affair. Right. He's had to, re- he's had to resign. Right. And my question is, and it's been massive, like Holly Willoughby's have to have two weeks off. It's been very hard and to deal with and, what? And so she's come oh, out and done a big statement now that she's back and they've worked together for, for 20 years and, and uh, you know, it's... Then uh, Philip said the affair, which Schofield described as a consensual on-off relationship that was unwise but not illegal, occurred during his marriage of his wife of 30 years and he'd lied to ITV and his colleagues about it. Now, while inter-work <sighs> relationships in 2023 is not smart. Yep. I think he's done nothing wrong. Uh, Look, I I agree. You're just throwing this on me, so I'm just getting my thoughts, but he's at a regular gay route. So he's cheated on his wife and he hasn't told ITV. Who gives a fuck? Seriously, that happens. You've you've got to... Heaps of it, times in the world. So Seriously. is the question here... He should have probably told his wife... He probably should have told his wife if he could have and, and fessed up earlier to his missus. That's a bit That's a bit bad because 30 years... But, but so you what? You've got to own it. Yeah, I know, I know. It's... 
I think if you're going to I think if you're going to cheat actually no I don't think you should cheat that's the first thing right if you're going to cheat if you're about to cheat you've got to break it up first I I I just but that that's not cheating that's just how I feel about that that's not cheating huh if you, you break mean? up first you're not cheating yeah I know so I'm saying you can't cheat right. yeah no no and I agree with you <laughs> I agree with you yeah, yeah. 100% you can't but you know what yeah. shit happens it's not the so, worst thing so so no, well, I had I had been questioning I've been watching stuff on Facebook and stuff of these two because they're really funny. They do some really, they're really yeah, quite yeah. funny. And I'd always okay. thought, this guy's this guy's gay, right? And there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. So it was no surprise when he said he was having an affair and it was a male staffer. There's, no, there's not me going, no. oh my God. The no. concern here no. is that, are they, are they concerned by the deceit of him having an affair or are they concerned by the deceit that he's come out as gay? It's odd. Well, either's... Pr- Either's probably, I mean, the only thing that I can think of is that if he was using his position to influence someone to have sex, but if it was consensual, consensual, who gives a shit? Exactly. How many times do CEOs go off with their secretaries and shit? Yep. You know, it happens all the time. And look, I'm not condoning, again, I'm not condoning cheating. I think that's shit, but you know, this this happens all the time. Seriously. It's ridiculous. I don't know. What... But, you know, the Poms love one of these stories. Though. They love these stories. Yes. They'll feed on this for two yeah. weeks and then go, oh, well, whatever. You know, it just sells papers and media time. And and did Willoughby have to have two weeks off? Why? Oh, it was her best friend. Because she didn't. Apparently, oh, mate, so apparently she didn't know. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, fuck. If your best mates, you mate, know, I've seen the morning show. You know. Everyone knows when everyone's rooting each other. I've been in workplaces. <laughs> I've worked at places. <laughs> I've worked at places where yeah, the boss is rooting right. the receptionist or the warehouse manager's right. banging one of the staff members. I've been in work. Everyone, yeah. there's no secrets. Yeah, no, I agree. Tash and I in London, we screwed the crew. We in the, when we're in the flat and we kept that secret for about a week. Yeah. Uh, Excellent, <laughs> but if people find out, you know. So, yeah, uh, it's it's you know it's kept popping up on my Facebook, and I kind of went, oh, God, it's like another reality TV fucking news story. Uh, right? Well, you know, who gives a fuck? Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I agree. You got anything else? Is it, so is he, has he has he? Oh, just quickly, has he gone? He's now? gone. He, he resigned gone. live on TV. He said, "This is it. I'm out. I've he resigned. I've, I've been unfaithful to my wife. I'm sorry for that. I'm, I've lied yeah. to my friends and my colleagues." Sure. It was to keep, sure. but it was for the. It was in the best interest of them, keeping them out of the loop. Oh, and uh, yeah. I'm going to resign Fuck now uh, as a man who's had an affair with another man. Literally done nothing wrong, <laughs> but I'm going to fall <laughs> on my sword because I did it and didn't tell anyone. Yeah, uh, yeah who cares? Mm. Seriously, I know. He's nearly sixty-five. He can retire now. Anyway. Mate, we should Pretty be. I'm telling you. I, I'm telling you. Fucking shitloads of money. I'm telling, and that we won't even. Um, this week we won't even get on to uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino having children at their age. But at sixty-one, oh, fuck at that. sixty-one, if he's still having a crack, <laughs> I'm. I'm well done. Well done, Phil. Well yeah, done. Yeah, well played. Yeah, doff the That's cap. it. Doff well the done, cap Phil. To Phil. <laughs> well done. I don't know. Fuck it. We're just. I just feel disappointed if you came if you came out gay and didn't tell me like like close mate then you'd be like oh come on you know but if I was gay if I was gay you'd more than likely have thought it or know it yeah you're sure I probably would have tried something on with you but you know that's just me (laughs) 
Just a test. Just ah. a test. Yeah. yeah. Just, just put my hands through that gorilla yeah. hair on your You're only back. human. It would be just lovely. You're only human. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, how long are we gone? Mate, it's oh, it's nearly an hour. You know what? I actually, Jesus I think we've taken Christ. up enough of of our time. Don't worry about the listeners' yes. times. Oh, well, um, oh, if this was good, I think this was better. This was better. Um, yeah. I, I think, I, I, in yeah, all honesty, I think I was MVP today. Uh, and and because okay, I give the sure. awards out, so I was MVP. Sure. Uh, you were a very close you're third, though. You're a very close third. You, you uh, <laughs> you've given it to your own yeah. kid. You're giving the prize to your own But kid? the problem, and the only reason you, <laughs> that you've come third is because you can't spell yeah. your name right. Fuck, it's just, you know the M's next to the N, right? On the keyboard. I don't care, mate. It's, it's just a slip. I've got fat fingers for a little tacker. Thanks, Charles. I've got fat, oh, actually, no, I've got, I've got girls' hands. Thanks, Charles. Lady fly. fingers. I've got, I've got girl, I've got girls' yeah. legs too. Good for Well, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> We got very sexual by the end of it, didn't we? That's that's not. Doesn't like take you long. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I was looking up a street in Tokyo because I'm going to take. It's a wonderful to, place. It's called Take a Shitter. Yeah, I've been there. Take a Shitter. Take a Shitter. In there. Take a Shitter. <laughs> Tash and I have just been pissing ourselves. Yeah, yeah I've, got I've got it. It's on my um. I've got it's on my. I've got a little magnet of Take a Shitter on my uh, fridge at home. Do yeah. Oh, I'm getting yeah. one. Oh, I'm definitely yeah. getting one. We just can't stop. Yeah, laughing. no, it's awesome. It's, it's a good place. You'll we, love it. We're gonna get we we we're gonna get our costumes for the Splore Festival, which is in February next year. There at Take okay. a Shitter. Apparently, that's where you get clothes. Yep. So that's a dance festival in February in in Auckland, uh, outside nice. of Auckland. So we're gonna buy our, our costumes there. So everyone, Splore, you'll see us in Japanese cosplay costumes. Oh my or god! Something, I don't know. But anyway, I'll tell you about that oh, later. Please. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it. Wrap it up. Because I'm, uh, I actually, I've got it myself. I've got to go to take a shitter. Uh, I yeah. do. I've got to cook the. Oh well. Some lamb. You're a good chops. husband. Lamb you chops. are a good husband. Yeah. Lamb chops. No, she's away. So New Zealand. She's away. She's okay. away. She's. I'm. I'm. I'm doing what my dad used to do and cook lamb chops for the kids. Excellent. So I'm doing it for Max. So oh, oh, she's at a. She's at a school camp. Oh, excellent fun. <laughs> oh, fun! And it's not raining at all here mm. in Auckland or Kowau Island. Mm. Excellent. Anyway, I'll shut up. Okay, mates, it's been great. Another episode down. And uh, thank you, people, for listening. And tune in next week for another episode of Trans Tasman Gibberish. Uh, It's been a pleasure, mate. See ya. Absolute pleasure. Ciao.